Hey there, this is Jeremy Foster, aka Code Foster, with CodeFoster.com. I'm a developer evangelist at Microsoft, and I'm working on Windows 8 and HTML JavaScript apps, and I want to share with you a concept today that is working with event handlers in JavaScript in your Windows 8 app. Now, if you're familiar with event handlers in JavaScript, this is going to be absolutely identical. But I'm going to be doing it from a Windows 8 slant, so I'm going to be working in a Windows 8 project, and we're going to learn how to wire up events. So you can figure out how to get your buttons to click, and your text boxes to react when you change them, and, and so forth. So let's go ahead and start right in the code. I'm going to create a new project. I'm going to start with the navigation app. Let's just go ahead and call it app 3. That's fine. <coughs> and I didn't need to add that to source control so I'll cancel that here we are so app 3 is based on the navigation template so that means that we get the navigator JS and we get these pages and the default page is pointing to the home page as its start so let's go to the home page under pages home home.html this is where we begin we can see content goes here I'm gonna hit control F5 we can see that content goes here that's where we're at so, now that we know where we're at, let's go ahead and drop a classic button on the page. Now this button, we'll just say go, this button is an HTML5 standard markup element button, yet because of the WinJS CSS library that you automatically get in these project templates, when I go ahead and run this, I get a button that looks like a Windows 8 design button. It's square, doesn't have any rounded corners and fancy gradients or anything like that. It's just a nice flat square button. And it says go. So that's what we got there. Now let's go ahead and give that button an ID. That way we're going to be able to refer to it in the page behind. So let's go there now. The page behind this is the JavaScript, home.js. And we're going to need to refer to the button with an ID of btn. Now here in the JavaScript file I can refer to that by using document.getElementById and I can use the ID. Another way to have done that if we were getting something that didn't necessarily have an ID would be to use the document.querySelector or querySelectorAll methods. Those are really handy for, for instance, selecting all divs on the page or something like that. But in this case we know exactly the ID of the element that we're interested in and so we'll use getElementById. It's a little bit more performant. So hanging off of that element, this is actually the, the DOM element that's returned for us. So we have a HTML5 button DOM element that's hanging that, that we're uh, accessing here. So when I do a dot in Visual Studio, gives me some IntelliSense of what all I can choose there. One of the things that it's going to give me is this onClick event. Now this is the singular way to um, add a function that's going to fire whenever the user clicks this event. So I'm going to say on click, and I just set that equal to a new function. This function is going to be able to receive some event args, so I'll use that E to signify those event args. And then in the body, I get to specify whatever code I want. And in this case, I'm going to say Windows, UI, pop-ups, message, whoops, message dialog. And I'm going to say hi and show that asynchronously. Now we're not hanging a, a then or a done off of this async method. We could, but we don't care what happens when the user is done and has acknowledged that dialog box. So we'll just call it in a synchronous fashion. 
So let's give that a look. Now we've got a button that says go, and when I click on it, my dialog fires, and it says hi. All right, easy. So that's the first way that you can wire up an event using JavaScript. It's by referring to that single um, on property, on event property. And there are a lot of these. On click, on abort, on activate, there's just all of them. And you can browse through it with IntelliSense and get an idea for all the different things that you can attach to there. Now the second way to do this is using add event listener. Now add event listener is itself a function and it receives two things. The first thing is what event do you want to um, add a listener for? In this case it's the click event. So it's similar to the on click, this is just click, this is just the event name, whereas on click is the property that sets a function for the click event. So we just use the event name, in this case click, and then comma, and then it wants this function as the second parameter. So we'll pass it that function and close our parentheses, and now the same thing should happen. There we are. So that's the second way to add it. Now, what I want to do is I want to take you to a project that I have going on online at codeshow.codeplex.com. If you go here and you um, grab this code, you'll find that what we have is a what I have is a project here called Codeshow, and the Codeshow project is just a bunch of demos, just a bunch of different little tiny demos that you can run, and one of them is called the Event Handlers demo. And if it gets too big, you can search for that for something like Event, click Event, and you can find that one. So here's the Event Handlers demo. Now this is really simple. I've got myself a button, and I've got some different options down here, and um, whatever occurs gets output in the log and then you can clear the log. So right now when I click this button, I'm clicking it repeatedly now, nothing happens. But I can set an on-click event and now whenever I hit that button I get the word hi in the log and I can clear that log. Now I can set that event and it works and then I can remove that on-click event and it stops working. I can also add a click listener and remove the click listener, and then I can add an anonymous click listener. And I'm going to show you the difference between these two. So let's actually look at the code for that page. And what we have here is for the set on click, I do what I just showed you in the other project. I just access the button and set its on click to this function of say hi. So instead of instead of accessing this function um, or setting this onClick method with an anonymous function, I actually have the function defined down here. Now when I want to remove that onClick event, all I do is I say onClick equals null. So that's how you remove an event that you have stuck into the, the onEvent property. Now if I choose the add event listener button, that's this one here, what that's going to do is it's going to call this add event listener button just like I showed you. It's going to specify that it's the click event that we want to add a listener for. And again, we want to use the say hi method. Now that wires it up for us so that when we click the button, we get a hi. And then when I remove the click listener, all of a sudden it stops working. So let me show you how I remove that. I add it with add event listener and I remove it with remove event listener. 
Now, when you use the add event listener and remove event listener method, you have to use a named function here if you want to be able to remove it. So I'm using a named function so that later on I can say I want to remove the event listener that's on click that is a function of say hi, and it's able to remove that. Now, if you want to add an event listener and you don't care to be able to remove it, then you can go ahead and use your anonymous function. So here, I'm using an anonymous function, and calling that as the high. And the interesting that's gonna, thing that's going to happen here is this is going to be added once for every click that I do. So let's go ahead and clear this log. I'm going to now add an event listener, um, event, an anonymous click listener, and I'm going to do it a few times. I'm going to click on that about five times. Now let me click the button. I actually got five highs all at the same time because what I had done is I had actually added that event listener multiple times and all of those anonymous functions are listening to the click event of this button all at the same time versus the on click or the click listener with a named function where it uh, only gets added one time and um, it manages that for you. So that's it for event listeners. Um, you can actually look at um, the objects in your DOM using IntelliSense and you can get an idea for all of the different event listeners that you can add and they're all added the exact same way with an on event property or with an event listener um, parameter that you pass into the add event listener method. So I hope that helps. If you have any questions about it, feel free to uh, find me at codefoster.com. Have a good one.